0: Needless, needless, things, 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 podcast. hey phantom Maniacs. welcome to the newest episode of the needless things podcast where we talk about toys movies music and all manner of pop Culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and uh, you guys. I'm not feeling great. I got up really early this morning so we could go see Insidious: uh, The Last Key, and we went and ate breakfast before that. And I had some kind of. I'm I'm back on my sort of strict diet of trying to lose weight and control my uh, triglycerides. So I had this very large omelet with steak and vegetables in it and uh and also a bowl of fruit and all day long it just hasn't been agreeing with me but we went and we, we saw insidious after that i made it through the whole movie pretty amazing I, as far as not having to get up and go anywhere uh and the movie is really cool i don't know where you guys stand on the insidious series but all three of the first movies were much better than I was expecting them to be. Uh, like the first movie, I, I was like, "Oh, this looks really cool," but you know, who knows where it's going to fall in the the spooky stuff uh, pantheon. And it and it offered up some surprises, some really nice performances, and we we really enjoyed it. Uh, the second one was a great follow up that felt like rather than like a sequel it felt like the rest of the story and yet the first movie did feel like it stood on its own uh the third one i think is actually my favorite which is a, a i hate to say prequel because that has so many negative connotations it happens earlier in the timeline and it is absolutely fantastic and then this one happens between that movie and the first movie and it's just uh, it's great they do some really interesting things a couple of things really took me by surprise Uh, i enjoyed the heck out of it 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 is a purchase for sure when it comes out i'm i'm already looking forward to watching it again and i want to go back and watch all the others too so i i dug that but i've been up a very long time i'm very tired my stomach's not feeling great Uh, but i am here for you guys because you are here for me right Because you're going to share this with all of your friends. You're going to tell everybody about the Needless Things Podcast. And you're going to tell everybody about the Needless Things Podcast 200th episode extravaganza that is happening on January 25th at the In-Town Coffee House. If you go to Facebook, I, I would hope at this point you're all part of the needless things podcast facebook group if you're not go join up for crying out loud but if you look for needless things podcast extravaganza i guess you can find the event uh it's also on my profile and my instagram i need to put something up on the website i just realized that just now uh but it's huge I'm so excited about this thing Uh, as as you guys may or may not know I've mentioned this a a few different times when I've been talking about why I do this my inspirations Uh, basically I am trying to do something that is a tribute to Late Night with David Letterman uh, in a way just the format of the show Uh, I have guests, I have music I have exciting things with audience participation it is going to be an, an event like i've never done before i'm so excited about it this this has brought me back to the levels of excitement about the very first dirty dirty con con game game show show and granted i still get excited as heck about that and more news about that in a second but uh this is very special to me and i really hope all you guys that that are local to atlanta can show up we have Ricky Zero, Bambi Lynn, and Jazz Ingram of the Possum Kingdom Ramblers will be our house band, Ricky Zero, and the world's nicest band. Uh, Our pals Arian, Sean, Ryan Cadaver are going to be there. Our special guest, Jay Hornsby, is going to be talking about geology, but in a way that only needless things would talk about geology. Uh, Puppeteer Mr. Bo Brown, who is on today's episode, by the way, uh, talking about masters of the universe because that's what this episode is and and a future episode as well. But Mr. Bo Brown is going to have a puppetry class right there in the In Town Coffee House, live on stage. We're going to bring some people up out of the audience and we're going to learn how to how to puppet. Our pals Bean and Bear are going to show up for a special performance with Ricky Zero and the World's Nicest Band, and finally our musical guests are the casket creatures performing a very special version of a very special song. This this night is huge for me. I'm so excited the fact that this thing has been has come together this way. It blows my mind and and I just have so much love for everybody that's involved and uh, please you guys, seriously, this is going to be really special. Uh, I I don't know if anything like this will happen again uh, in this way. Obviously, I'm hosting. uh, I will never compare myself to David Letterman, but I will certainly say that his show for decades inspired me uh, and is a big part of of who and what I am today. So January twenty fifth, the In Town Coffee House in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, if, if you come, you can park at the church next door. Uh, it's and this is an all ages show, by the way. It's free too. It's free and it's all ages. Uh, all I ask is that if you show up. Uh, please do have some cash on hand because donations are how this place runs. There's no door charge, uh, but and they've got a coffee bar. You can buy drinks and stuff in there. So uh, uh, non-alcoholic drinks. This is a this is a a uh, caffeinated show, if you will. So anyway, January 25th. Go on Facebook, find the Needless Things podcast 200th episode extravaganza, and sign up and tell your friends. I want to pack that place out. I this night is going to be incredible. Okay, the other big news that I have is that I am officially going to be performing at Days of the Dead Atlanta. This is the first weekend of February. And Friday night, February 2nd, we will be putting on the Dirty Dirty Con Con game game show show for the first time ever at Days of the Dead. Uh, it's it's going to be a lot of fun and that's all I can tell you right now. The whole cast is going to be there. We're putting on uh, a, a special horror-infused version of the game show. It, it's it's going to be really cool. It's going to be really fun, and I hope you guys can make it out. And then the next day, on Saturday, I will be putting on a Toy Stories panel with our pals Ryan and Nicole and some special guests, and it's going to be Toy Stories uh, about the history of horror toys. So that's going to be really, really years ago that 42 is a very significant number, uh, and things are coming. Uh, I'm going to be putting smiles on all your faces, and maybe I could have phrased that differently. Maybe it sounded a little too Dirty Con Game Show. I don't know. Uh, What else have we got going on? I think that's all the stuff I wanted to put over. Uh, I will say go to needlessthings.com podcast.com i'm still working on getting site to redirect to podcast uh our our technical pal rad ranger is is hopefully going to help me out with that some it's it is trickier than i realized but as i told you guys i had to i had to leave the host that that uh I was paying for that domain. It it wasn't it wasn't working out. It was them. It wasn't me. So for now we're at, well. We for now and ever we're at Podcast dot com. But when you go there, go to that big old Amazon box in the top right corner and uh, click on it. Go in there to buy your stuff. We get a little bit of a kickback. It helps out the site. It's a really good way to show support. Uh, but of course, the best way to show your support is to share podcasts, articles, and everything else from Needless Things, uh, let, you know. Let, let everybody know the good work that's going on here. All right, you guys, now it is time for the first part of me and Bo Brown's annual Masters of the Universe episode. Now, normally, we look back at the past year of toy releases. I didn't think we were going to be able to do that this year, so I planned on kind of a free-for-all, but today's episode is... Among other things, is looking back at 2017 Masters of the Universe toys. There is a second part that will be coming up in a couple of weeks, a few weeks. I haven't nailed it down yet. That is one of the wildest conversations or most far ranging conversations we've had on the show that was supposed to be about Masters of the Universe. And it still is mostly, but man. We we take it out there, we bring it back in, but we we take it out there. So, but today, sort of a more standard fair episode. It's a lot of fun. You know how me and Bo get when we're talking masters. So, kick back, relax, uh, pull out your leech figure and your uh, trap jaw, and maybe Mossman too, because maybe you worked hard today. Maybe you're a little stinky. Maybe you could be, you know, freshened up a little bit. So, uh, pull out your master's toys and listen to me and Mr. Bo Brown talking about what went down with masters of the universe so i sent you via facebook messenger a link to an article that apparently came up today uh about the masters of the universe movie yeah whatever that i don't believe I mean, I believe
1: that that the people who think they're making the movie believe they're making the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're going to be really disappointed when it when it all grinds to a fucking halt.
0: <laughs> okay, that's an like interesting take. Like it does every single time. <laughs> we'll uh, let's we'll start with this then because okay. you you've got a slightly different uh, your your take is equally negative but completely different. Oh yeah, because <laughs> okay. my, my take is that they're going to push it ahead, they're going to make it happen, because they have uh, decided that amidst all of the Star Wars Guardians of the Galaxy success, that this movie needs to happen and it's going to be a big cash cow for them, but that they still don't understand what Masters of the Universe is and it's going to be a fucking disaster. That's very likely. Uh, But Mm -hmm. your take... Is... I just don't think it's going to get made at all. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it is that that just past history informing you of that decision.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've heard this. I mean, I've had I've had people I've listened to interviews from people who thought they were directing the movie.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: and were like signed to direct the movie, and they've got all these ideas, and they have a direction, and you know, and and, and then and then you everyone gets all excited, and then it just sort of. <laughs> Peters out, and you don't, and you stop hearing about it, and they don't, they don't make a big deal out of it not happening again. You know, they only make a big deal out of it when they think it is happening, and then you know, a year goes by, two years go by, and suddenly it's, oh no, we're we're totally doing it, and this time we mean it, you know. <laughs> 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 and then they don't, and it's the same shit, and uh, you know, like like, and a lot of the other fans are the same way. They're like, when I can buy a ticket, when I can buy a ticket, that's when I'll believe it. Yeah. And I've, and I can, you can, I can see all the fucking concept art. I can see the teaser video. I can see a teaser trailer. I have literally seen a teaser trailer for the He-Man movie that was supposed to be being made. <laughs> and, and, you know, that was 10 fucking years ago. <laughs> uh, gosh, it so, has been
0: that long, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh my I was
1: like, gosh. I saw the teaser and it was fucking, it was right after 300 had come out and they yeah. were like, and ever in the studios were like, oh, we'll make it like three hundred because that made money, right? And there's badass fucking you know CG <laughs> teaser Which, trailer of He-Man with a big flowing red cape, like fucking you know like three hundred and badass fucking Rotons flying with the evil warriors and shit in the background, Battle Cat looking fucking badass as shit. That movie didn't fucking happen,
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's uh. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Is I'm, it Sony? I'm, is it Sony that still has it? Uh, yeah, it's still Sony. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. I mean, well, I here's right here's to the me. here's yeah. the bare bones of the article is David S. We, we I think you and I might have even already discussed the fact that David <laughs> S. Lawyer uh, has been hired to direct and mm-hmm. co-write it, uh, which you know, say what you will about him, I, 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 he's not my choice for this movie. But he does get movies made, and he, and he's the root of my belief that it is going to happen, but it's just not going to be good, yeah. uh, or it's not going to be the Masters Universe movie we think we want.
1: Yeah, uh, there'll and, be no world building; it'll just be a bunch of like fight scenes. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and it'll be gray and gritty, and well, I don't enough. know
0: about that. I don't know about that because that's not necessarily his uh gritty probably yes uh it's probably going to be I can deal with gritty but I want Eternia to be a colorful
1: place I you know I want it, I want you know Attorney and I and I I'll, I've said this before and I'll say it again Eternia should look like fucking Avatar you know like the fauna the flora like it it, right. it should be a fucking fully realized alien world I mean you know you've it, it, got real world building to do
0: it can't look like a color corrected earth
1: no, it can't. And it shouldn't look like fucking deserty, rocky shit. It right. needs to have purple fucking trees and you, you weird-ass shit. And You, you know. can't just
0: go out to the, the Star Trek rock in California or wherever. No,
1: you can't film it in a fucking Doctor Who quarry. You can't right. fucking... You know? <laughs> you know um, it's not, Eternia has to be this lush, vibrant, you know... I mean, and when I say lush and vibrant, I also mean it's got fucking... Deserts and 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 fire, you know, fire deserts and all sorts of shit. It, it it can't. Attorney attorney is an entire planet with different ecosystems. It doesn't look like one place, you know. Right. Um, it's well, got here's... jungles. It's got it's got forests. It's got you know swamps. It's got it's got all sorts of shit. And and it's not just a bunch of rocky, nondescript bullshit. Well, here's here's the
0: rest of this article that i'll i'll read for the listeners and because i want your reaction to to what it says here uh up and coming studio screenwriter Lindsay beer had been writing the most recent version of the script uh beer has been working on mostly bigger movies which that phrasing right there concerns me a lot yeah that, that tells you a little bit about a budget unless it's yeah. just a, a saying that she has been working on bigger movies, and it's not it's it's just about what she's been working on, and not saying that they're bigger than Masters of the Universe. Mm. There, there's a little confusion with the syntax there, but sure. um, with it's I'm I'm assuming this is Chaos Walking, but they've spelled it Show Us Walking, uh, huh. Godzilla versus Kong, and Barbie, uh, which means okay. she has the Mattel connection. She's right. also she's also part of the Star Trek writers' room for the Quentin Tarantino project.
1: Ugh, that's such a terrible idea.
0: It is potentially a terrible idea. And I don't even
1: fucking give a shit about Star Trek. And I know enough about Star Trek to say that that's a bad idea.
0: If it is a fact that Quentin Tarantino said it has to be rated R or I won't do it, then it's stupid. That goes against
1: everything that Star Trek is about. and, And I
0: don't necessarily believe that report because I've never seen it from a source that can be... Like, linked directly. It's always been a report from a report because you know how the internet is. Like, yeah, some yeah. idiot makes something up and then people yeah. start referencing it as, yeah. you know, as reported by geeknews.com. Right. Uh, and then the, the final part is a location hasn't been named, but we're hearing Europe is a strong possibility. So, this is all just bullshit the, as far mm-hmm. as the location because
1: yeah. you're not
0: hearing anything, you're making things up. Right. Uh, so, there's not. There's not really any news here other than uh, the the only fact in the article is that Lindsay Beer is working on the script, mm-hmm. which means that this thing is still underway. Uh, and uh, I will say this. Her resume of, I don't know what Chaos Walking is, but Godzilla vs. Kong and Barbie, like that actually, to me, sounds right. Yeah. Like, sure. that's,
1: yeah. that, She can, that... under, she can hopefully underst- I mean, you're, she's talking for- these are big franchises. Yes. With loads of history. Um. so, you know, it means that she hopefully can treat, uh, something that's com- you know, that already has a f- existing fan base that has tons of source material to pull from. Right. Hopefully with respect, you know, and, and, and if, but also find a way to make it exciting for general audiences.
0: And, and you if, know? you know, if it had said her, her projects include like my left foot in Rudy, I'd feel like, uh, <laughs> right. Right. We're, yeah, we're yeah. At we're least in bad it's like, big, yeah.
1: <laughs> toy, toy properties and action right, adventure, you know, so my, big monsters, you know, those are important. I mean, you know, the toy franchise and big fucking monsters. Well, that's, we're part of the way there,
0: right? right. Um, so I, you know that that part has me a little hopeful. We'll see. Uh, but Sony has actually given the movie a release date, which I did not know. Uh, which it, you know doesn't. I've heard that before. I, right. Exactly. <laughs> sure but it's, it, it's uh, December December eighteenth, two thousand nineteen. Huh? So well, so we we will see. We yeah, we'll will see. of course keep the listeners posted. But yeah, I just thought that was a. Uh, an interesting little tidbit since it came out today and we're recording today. Yeah. No,
1: that's very uh, timely.
0: Now you and I have discussed before what we would expect out of a Masters of the Universe movie. Um and we have discussed in at length the history of Masters of the Universe of the Universe, pardon me. Mm-hmm. But we've never done it all together. I think it's all been bits and pieces of our various podcasts over the yeah. years. So what I wanted to do today was for you and I just to sit down and have a big ass Masters of the Universe jam with how we got into it, what we okay, think of it, yeah. who, what, you know, which characters we like the most, what we think of the various toy lines, just kind of sure. h- however the conversation goes. Sure. Uh, just all masters of the universe. And we can, if you want to, we can discuss, well, I think we should, we should probably actually, now that we've talked about this potential movie that maybe isn't going to happen. Um, let's actually briefly talk about what super seven has been doing lately. Cause I'm sure you've got some thoughts on, on how they're handling yeah, Absolutely.
1: Things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I've got, I've got my toys out from 2017 and, um, excellent. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I can, I can totally do that. Um, so it was a, it was a dry year. Mm-hmm. I mean, this year was probably the driest year for Masters of the Universe merchandise, figure-wise. Because we've, we've actually gotten some really fun – 2017, we got some, a lot of fun other stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, what, well, the toy line ret- – I mean, in a way – well, not even in a way. The toy line returned to stores. That's true. With yeah, the little – With the
1: wine bags and, and – uh, yeah. I mean, well, basically with wine bags. The, but, well,
0: the, the – um, oh, what is the company called? I can't remember right now. Um, the blind box figures but also the little mega blocks figures
1: yeah i don't have I, which i still don't have i still I don't have mega Bloks ones uh, i want them i i, I just want to have them and uh i want tila and beastman when they come out um if, and i i just you know they're 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 just another fun little thing and and if they
0: had opened with the gray skull construction set that's been that's teased, what it needs that's right. what it needs. that would have gotten yeah. me but seeing just the little mini figures, I'm like, you know what? I've got enough figures of Human and Skeletor. I don't need little teeny ones.
1: Yeah, but but what what Mega Constructs is doing is they're trying to be Funko. They're mm. they're license grabbing. And with, oh yeah and, yeah, and you know, and when you when you saw their booth at San Diego, it was literally a wall of those figures that said, "Hey, look at us! We're just like Funko. We've got all of." All oh of your gosh. favorite licenses are now it, together in the same cohesive... You're so right. That's uh, I, 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 oh, totally even, what they're doing. I
0: totally didn't even put that on it. Just because I think for so many years I've been watching LEGO with wh- how they handle licenses. But you're right. Mega is taking a different approach. As in, look at all these licenses together. Yeah. You're, you're totally right. In the same scale.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, um, it, we, in the same aesthetic... Right, you know, take take all these characters that you love from all these different things, and let's put them all together in one aesthetic, so that you can have your, you know, your Ripley fight He Man, you know, kind of stuff, attitude, you know, Um, which is great, and I love that, because Mm -hmm. that's what that's what I did as kids. You brought all the figures together, you played with your alien figures and your uh, GI Joes, and you know, like that's what you did, you know, you we weren't. Who you know? When when I would play with my best friend, it was you had a town and the town was full of your toys and you dumped all the toys in the middle of the floor and each of you took turns picking, just like do- you know dodgeball or whatever. You picked a pick, you took turns picking a character, then you went off into your corner, you built your town or your base or whatever, and then you came back afterwards and you guys had and then you did your play. Whether that was a battle, whether that was like exploring, you know, like you just, you were, you're in charge of these characters, I'm in charge of these characters, let's see what happens. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And, and I love that, that you can now have a a huge variety of licenses, um, all sharing the same aesthetic, like they, they look like they all exist in the same world. I think it's great. It's great for play.
0: Yeah. And, and you're right. That's, that's what's behind offering the little minifigures as just single carded figures. Right. is absolutely that Funko mentality of look at this big display of lots of different cool things. And I, You know what? Honestly, the reason they probably didn't lead with something like a Castle Greyskull set is they're testing the waters because the first wave was Masters of the Universe, Halo, Star Trek The Next Generation. Uh, I think there were some aliens. Yeah, there was alien stuff. They're probably seeing how each one does mm-hmm. before they leap ahead with the bigger sets. Yeah, which is a shame that I haven't bought my He-Man ones to
1: support that idea. Yeah, uh, exactly, exactly. Because, <laughs> yeah, you're right. That is how we'll get a castle. Um, right, right. Yeah. Um. So, so that, so that all, that all said, so we got the Mega Constructs. We got uh, a couple of other Funkos. I'm looking at my Trap Jaw, who's beautiful right now. Uh, I'm looking at my my Man at Arms, who I love. Um, we got a bunch of Dorbs uh, guys. I still, I think we, I think, well, maybe the Dorbs came out.
0: 2016? Did they? Uh, did we well, the Skeletor, Skeletor and Panthor came out in 2017. I know that because Definitely. they were on my list of if I see it in person, I'll get it. Yeah, yeah. I should get that Panthor. I love my, I love that Battle Cat. They're adorable. It's stupid. so fucking cute. I, I want to so slap cute. somebody. They're so cute.
1: I don't care about the, honestly, I, I could, I don't really give a shit about the figures. I re and, and, and to be specifically, I don't like the way Skeletor looks. Uh, there's just something about him that really turns me off visually. Oh, but that okay. battle cat There's something about that battle cat that just, like, crawls up inside my heart and wants to curl up and purr. Like, <laughs> I, I just, I, I love it. I just want to, I just love it. I love it. It's the cutest fucking thing. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, uh, I got, I got the little heroic, uh, what is it, uh, something heroes or what are, what are the heroic. little blindback guys called?
0: Uh, uh, yeah, I can't remember what, loyal f- subjects? Loyal, subjects. loyal, loyal subjects.
1: subjects. I got a couple of those and I got enough of them to where I got sort of every character and then I was done because I'm not into chasing. Buying a bunch of fucking shit. Uh, um,
0: yeah, I, I'm the you know, same. I way. bought a couple on I... eBay.
1: I've got, I've got, you know, I've got my list of good guys. I've got my bad guys, but I'm not chasing down some fucking gold ass He Man or, you know. I I lucked
0: out on those. Uh, did I ever give you the ones that I picked up that I was going to give you? Man, I don't remember. You know? I don't or, think so. Or did I just I might have just ended up opening them. Well, how, however I ended up buying them, I lucked out and got Trap Jaw in the first batch I got, which is the only one that I like yeah. really really wanted because I've got I've got that Trap Jaw, I've got several of the Mattel Trap Jaws and then I went ahead and got the Funko Trap Jaw when they had a sale, the the Reaction Trap Jaw, mm, which is yeah. the only one of those that I bought. Uh and then just ended up with Skeletor and Evil Lens. So I was like, "You know what? I'm happy. Those are kind of my like if they're three characters, I'm gonna mm-hmm. say I'd like to have those. Then then mm-hmm. that's them and I'm good. But they're great little figures, man. I mean, the if yeah they're fun and if, they're like you know and uh, uh,
1: the kids can play with them. I mean I think their their limbs come off a little too easy for kid play. Yeah, but um, other than that they're they're designed well. I like the look of them. You know, uh, if I, I
0: didn't I, have a huge collection. Of Masters of the Universe figures, mm-hmm. I'd be happy, you know, just with with all of these on the shelf, sure. But I do, so you know.
1: So there you go. Um, we got a, we did get a bunch of really cool T-shirts this year. Um, oh, I, I know. I, cool uh,
0: expensive T-shirts.
1: Yeah, you know, for for it being my one fandom, right, right. To represent T-shirt wise, um, I'm okay spending spending some. I don't, I didn't like all of them. Um, but I got the Castle Skull, the Green Castle Grayskull shirt, uh, the Slime Pit shirt, which is gorgeous. and oh, which is beautiful. I almost wore it to set today, but I decided to wait until tomorrow for it. Um, the uh, and then the uh, the Hordak shirt, the Hordak face shirt. I didn't really care for the Stridor shirt. Um, and then there was, I think there's a there's a the the face on the toy Snake Mountain. That had the moving mouth uh, oh,
0: yeah. I didn't get
1: that I didn't get that one um but I did get those three and i'm I'm very pleased with all three purchases i I, I like them and I wear them all the time
0: yeah they're well for i for me actually part of part of looking at a t shirt for me and saying that's a little pricey is knowing that if I'm ordering it online, there mm-hmm. is a chance that I'm not going to like the way that it fits, like being mm-hmm. a, being a bigger guy sure. I need my T-shirts to be cut a very specific way. So if I could like walk into a store and stick my arms in it, mm-hmm. then it would be a sale. Yeah. But to to pay that price plus shipping, it's it's a it's a risk. And for yeah. me, that's just not. Nah, and I've I can't been
1: and it. I've I've been burned on it. I, I don't actually like the material on the Castle Skull shirt. Oh no. Uh, and then I ordered the eight bit shirt of uh Skeletor, Merman, and Beastman, and I ended up with a medium instead of a large for some reason, oh. and I, I can't wear it. Um, but uh but you know, uh, other than that, I, I like all the designs. There's also the Skeletor Madball shirt. I forgot about that one. Oh
0: yes, that was the one that I put in my cart like six times, yeah, and, and ended up not ever getting.
1: There was some weird bullshit. I think yeah, there was some there was some bad Super Seven bullshit order wise where. The only option for shipping was two day shipping and it was like super expensive. Ugh. And then my shit didn't show up for like a month. Wow. And I was like, look, I don't care if my shit takes a month to get here. I'm not like chomping at the bit to get this. I, you know, I'm fine waiting, but if I'm going to wait, you don't charge me two day shipping. You know, let me right. pick the, let me pick the cheap. It takes forever to get here because I don't really care. It's not like I'm like, well, I have to have my shirt in time to go to the thing. Like I don't, you know.
0: Well, in, in, in this in this day and age where you yeah, have where you have things like Amazon Prime's, you know, yeah. free two day shipping, or you know, without even signing up and paying an expensive yearly fee, Big Bad Toy Store now has a four dollar flat rate shipping. Yeah. Man, you you can't fuck up on shipping and Super Seven. No. To me, is doing that because I ordered 30, a ton of stuff over thirty dollars in shipping. It's insane. It's yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean so, that's uh, worse than Digital not, River.
1: Yeah, and and when I when I tried to get in touch with customer service about it, they were completely non responsive. Um, uh, yeah, that's and, not and completely okay. useless. Um, which is like, come on, guys, seriously. I know
0: you're a smaller company, but. Well, they're just, they're just looking at the precedent that was set by Maddie Collector and like, look, these people will deal with every bit of shit we throw at them. So Mm -hmm. just fuck it. (laughs) Right. So, uh, so what we did get this year,
1: um, was the Ultimates, which were super late. Um, but people did finally get them. Now, I didn't order any of them personally because I already have all those figures. Yes. Um, and other than, uh, getting, uh, a orange uh the orange colored uh ram man which is how he was originally depicted on the eight back card back from the original vintage line uh which i was like eh, do i really want another ram man just cuz he's orange not really right. so i wasn't on board with that and then the thing that would have been which 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 many people complained about was that you can't call it ultimate faker and not include the battle armor.
0: Well, I would go so that, far as to say He Man and Skeletor as well.
1: Well, but they already came with so much other stuff um, that I didn't feel like. I mean, especially with Skeletor coming with the Keldor head and the cape and the Keldor cape. Like I, I felt like Skeletor, you were getting you were you did a, they did a good job with what you would expect out of an Ultimate Skeletor. Um, but specifically because the Toys R Us Faker was so hard to get and rare. That to say, to get, to throw the fans a bone and say, we know a lot of you never got this and the only reason I have it is because of you. So, so, you know, that, that's what, that's what would have, if I hadn't gotten it from you, that's what would have made me get that faker. Right, right. For somebody, as somebody who is a collector, who has all the classics line. But on the other hand, it's not really for classics collectors. It's for people who just want to buy in and get the big guy, get the big guns. Who maybe never had a chance to get a Tila, who's, I mean, and really, for most people who, Tila being one of the hardest figures to get, and then every other version of Tila being fucking terrible that they did after the original, <laughs> yeah. you know, this, this was a really great opportunity for people to get that, to, to get a good Tila. Um, well,
0: and, and I will say this, as far as the lateness, uh, of, of this and, and apparently of the forthcoming lines as well, yeah. uh, I, now I haven't I haven't gone in on any of this mm-hmm. because I've made my peace with I'm I'm done with this even yeah, though you, there you, are figures out. even though there are figures I still want I'm not signing up for three figures I don't want to get one figure I do want yeah uh, I I was really disappointed that they set it up that way uh, you know if they're if they're making them to order I don't understand why you've got to buy all four but anyway that's how they're doing right. it whatever. But as far as things being late, you know what? Make them late. I would rather them be late and perfect than. Well, therein lies the rub because they were super late and not perfect. Oh <laughs> no, I didn't know that. Oh, what happened? Uh, I didn't know well,
1: that. Not not on not on the ultimates. I mean, I think that people were relatively happy with the ultimates. It was the um, the PowerCon exclusives. Oh, that I have problems. not heard
0: this story. What what happened?
1: Um, I think we talked about. Actually, I think we did already talk about this. Did but, we? But, uh, maybe just not on the on the podcast, just personally. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, so, so basically, what happened is is that the PowerCon exclusives, which were incredibly expensive to get, yes, because you had to buy a PowerCon pass, which is like you have to buy a badge to PowerCon even though you're not going to even have the privilege of buying the fig- of buying the figures. And funny story, I just got my PowerCon pass in the mail like two weeks ago. In spite of having had the figures for several months now, I was like, something <laughs> came in the mail, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, that badge for that convention I didn't fucking go to that I was forced to buy." Okay, great. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck am I? You know. Anyway, I mean, it's got King Grace on it; it looks cool, whatever. Um, but anyway, so the 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 PowerCon exclusives were uh, a three pack of these concept figures, um. That were characters that were created for the very tail end of the vintage line that never saw production. Um,
0: One of which was Naked Stratos, which I really wanted.
1: No, 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 that was the mini comic set. Oh, which ones? Uh, so, so there, there were two sets. There was the mini, there was the, um the mini comic set, which was, uh, mini comics Prince Adam, mini comics Trapjaw, I'm surprised you didn't want that mini comics trap jaw since you're the trap jaw collector. Oh, I did.
0: I did. I wanted. I actually wanted. What was it? It Was mini comics? Stratos, it's mini comics trap, trap jaw, trap which trap is jaw. like green green I think trap it was, jaw. I was just the pricing. It was just the pricing on that. Oh yeah, the the pricing was nuts. Um, yeah. and
1: if I wasn't, if it wasn't the only thing I collected, and I wasn't all in, I would have said no. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it was it was, you know, you're talking three hundred bucks. I mean I mean that was it was it was astronomical when once shipping you know was factored in dude it. it was it was it was irresponsible like <laughs> it was irresponsible spending for for what you get um so it was it was uh, mini comics uh, stratos who was sort of like nude colored but still hairy um Well let's, came- let's
0: let's be clear nude caucasian colored
1: Nude Caucasian colored, that's fair, yeah. So nude Caucasian colored, but with a tan, a nice tan. Oh yeah, yeah. You no, know, he could be Latino Stratos. I mean, you know, he's got a sort of like, you know, uh, he's not white white, um, <laughs> but a nude uh, Stratos who came with a cool sort of neck thing, a, a sort of different neck, uh, sort of feathered neck collar, and then also a belt. Um, he he's good. His his wings are of a very flexible plastic. Uh, that is very loosey goosey. Um, mm. uh, but other than that, he's fine. And I dig the, I dig the other things. And he also came with a new staff of Avion, which was good because my old one's broken, uh, and very difficult to repair, which is why I have, haven't repaired it. But, but he's good. Then you've got mini comics Prince Adam, who's like back when Prince Adam was more rough and tumble, going to the tavern, getting drunk, banging wenches, um, before he became pink vested, uh, filmation Prince Adam. Right. This looks like a party, Adam. Yeah, he's still oh, he, this. This Adam is down to party. Yeah, he's like Colin Bo, Colin Geldor, Like, let's fucking do this shit. Um I'm down. <laughs> let's go to the tavern. Let's pick up some wenches. <laughs> let's do this. Um, no, he's totally down to go. He's totally ready to throw down. With, he is with, DTF. Uh, Yes, <laughs> uh, with, with Gildor, uh, he's rolling too deep with with Gildor <laughs> and Bo uh, going to the club, um, and maybe Batros. Batros is probably like, "Hey guys, can I come into like Batros? We're not going to that club." Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's not the club we're going to. Uh, and then you've got Green Green mini comics um, Trap Jaw from where he was like this interdimensional bounty hunter uh, original mini comics origin Trap Jaw, and and he's cool looking. They didn't get, you know, it's all the same, it's all the basic same stuff. He's got a new sculpt on the head, no no articulated jaw um, this time, and he's got a, a, a new pantlet uh, that that has uh, sort of purple and black stripes, but other than that, he's, he's basically the same. Um, and then you've got the concept figures. So, which is Lord Grasp, who is a new Snake Man character.
0: Oh, yeah, I liked that guy.
1: Who's like a? He's sort of like a. He has a um, Gila monster coloring. Uh, That's sort of like where his color scheme comes from. But it's weird um, because he's got squeeze his face. So he's got the sort of alligator squeeze face. He's got a claw. He's got Clawful's claw. Right. Which is just a totally weird ass fucking choice for a snake man.
0: Um, Well, I still feel weird about that one. That Camo Khan. Repaint that had the clawful claws that had the claws.
1: Well, that ha- that I mean that came from somewhere, right? That was right. Like you know, and this guy comes from somewhere too. And and basically, what those last line of figures were doing was they were saying, okay, we're not going to do any new parts. We're all we're just going to bang out a couple of more that are completely reuse, and let's just really get bonkers with <laughs> with the reuse, um, which is kind of kinda cool.
0: Like I support that, but not for a premium price.
1: Well, I mean no I mean, like the designs were for the vintage line these were designed for the vintage line that never saw production,
0: oh okay, I got you, I got you this was yeah, at the end so. with with all the uh who's the wizard guy that that was supposed to have no
1: no they they weren't they weren't going to be I don't think they were going to be powers of gray figures with oh. with uh yeah, they were just concept characters that were designed and then just never saw the light of day okay, but okay. the main the main focus of the three characters was. No new parts, completely reuse. Okay, cool. Um, so they were reused vintage parts, and so now what they've done is they've said, okay, well let's let's create those characters in the classic style, um, and 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 do do them that way. Um, they, I mean, they're they're interesting characters. You've got a uh, you got Lord Grasp, who's Who's a snake man and he has a very strange origin story where he's not actually a snake man. If on the back of the box, it's, it's like he's actually almost like a thing, the thing type alien. What? Yeah. He's huh. like a the thing type alien who, who scanned all of these other masters of the universe characters when it landed on Eternia and copied them.
0: Oh, that's kind of cool. That's why
1: he has the claw and that's yeah. why he has. And uh and then he became then he ended up joining up with the snake men and was ended up being sort of like a general and like a yeah, he's got a very weird backstory. Um I almost said bonkers again because for <laughs> some reason twenty eighteen is the year of bonkers for me. I have been there's I don't know, I don't know what it is, but I have used the word bonkers more in twenty eighteen than I used in my entire life put together. I don't know, it's my apparently I, it's my new word.
0: I'm a big bonkers. Um, I, I'm a big fan of bonkers because uh the first time dana uh miss lady Flex walked mm-hmm. into the phantom zone here she stopped in the entryway and said, This is fucking bonkers <laughs> well, yeah, which is the greatest it's to me that was the it's bigger on the inside
1: right right like right, that right.
0: was there nobody's ever going to say anything better about this space that I live in
1: than Fair that. enough. Fair enough.
0: So go for bonkers, man.
1: Go for I'm 2018. You're the bonkers. Um, <laughs> then uh, there's oh, what is this dude's name? It's um, let me hang, let me go get my my. Uh, oh no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong about Lord Grasp. it's oh, actually no. the purple guy that that did that. Um, so Lord let me Grasp. Go, let me is go to a the,
0: legit snake man.
1: Well, let me go get the box. Okay, I, go get I, the I box. Only read it the one time. I'll be right back.
0: Go back. I'm back, and uh, we are going to, a- after a a mutual pause that was longer than it should have been, thanks to Skype, uh, we're going to unravel the mystery of Lord Grasp. Lord Grasp, okay. When you're ready. Oh, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So,
1: Lord Grasp, according to uh, this beautiful... And, and i got to say, the card art, the, the back of the boxes is, is beautiful. I, I absolutely... Completely love the art they did on the back of these boxes. Okay. And in fact, cool. when I ordered them, I got an email from PowerCon saying, hey, we're, we're sorry that we're shipping these out late because they were late. Um, and we, we were polling everybody and we want to know if you're a, uh, in the box collector or loose collector, because we have some boxes that are damaged. The oh. figures are fine. The figures are fine, and if you are planning on taking them out of the box, then if you wouldn't mind some dinged up boxes, we would love to you know to to give you those, and so that we can give the 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 pristine boxes to uh, the other the other fans. And so I wrote back and I said, well. Uh, actually, I really, I like to keep the card, I cut the card backs off, uh, and save them. It's just something that I did when I was a kid, uh, I kept all the, like, my Ninja Turtle figures, I just kept the card backs, and Mahima, I just, I just, I like the bios. Yeah, and yeah. I, I just, there was just something that I, that I did, and for some reason I started doing it with the Classics figures, I guess for the bios, um, and I just kept doing it, and so I said, you know, as long as the as long as the backs of the card uh, the back of the box were is in decent shape um you know if, if, the, if the if the if the if the the uh if, if other parts of it are damaged it's not a really big i am like it's fine. the
0: blister or the bubble or whatever
1: yeah or or the or the box that the that the actual box comes in like if that's dinged up i don't care oh that's yeah fine. yeah and and they wrote back and they were like that's you could tell they were like you're a real fan. Like you you open them but you but you cut out the the back of the box and keep
0: it. Like they they appreciated it. Yeah, they had to appre- they they totally you understood know? where you were coming yeah, from. Yeah, and that was kind of like cool, Yeah, all yeah, right?
1: And they're like you should come to PowerCon. And I, I think it may have been um oh god, his name is I'm just blanked on his name. Reese no, the the guy who runs Human.org dot org and PowerCon.
0: Oh, oh, okay. Um,
1: the the guy, like he's you know,
0: I can't remember his name. He was on. Have you watched uh, the toys that made us at all yet?
1: No, I'm sure he's on it because yeah, he's the he guy. is. He is. Um, yeah, and he's and he's you know he's a super nice guy who's given his life to this toy, right? You know, and and uh, and and I think the email was actually from him. He was like, you should
0: come to PowerCon, and I'm like.
1: Yeah, well, I go to (laughs) DragonCon every year, and PowerCon's always right after DragonCon, and I just can't do both.
0: Maybe move PowerCon to July. Yeah,
1: I can't. I can't afford to fly out to freaking California right after I do like my big other convention I do every year. And he was like, "Well, we're not moving it." Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Not for you, buddy. He was like, "You should try to come." He was like, "The the dates are this." He just said, "The dates are this this year. We'd love to have you." Um, Okay, but uh, but anyway, so that all being said, the card art is beautiful. Um, and then there's actually a, a little Easter egg on the back of the on the back of the um, what do they call it? The um, oh, I guess they don't. It doesn't have like a, the set doesn't have a name, but uh, so it's it's Terror Lord Grasp and Plasmar in this box, and they're all fighting in these like cool underground like crystal cavern kind of thing. It's totally awesome looking, and then in the background there's this ninja ninja character. Whose name? Uh, let's see. Quick flick. Yes. So there's a um, quick flick. Quick flick. Yeah. Uh, w- who is basically a good? He's a repaint. Once again, like the other characters, he, he's a re- but he's more of a straight up repaint of Ninjor. Oh, nice. But he's a good ninja. So he's like a white ninja. So he's like yeah, yeah. Storm Shadow to
0: um, Snake Eyes. Yeah. Snake Eyes oh, I'm so proud of your G.I. Joe reference.
1: I know a little bit. I, got a, I mixed him <laughs> up, but then I remembered. Um, so anyway, so in, in in the background, you see Quick Flick, which is a terrible name for a ninja, but anyway. Um, uh, well, considering
0: there was a G.I. Joe named Quick Kick... Uh, okay, sure. Uh, I'll, okay. I'll take it. We'll, we'll let yeah, it go. Yeah, so anyway,
1: so he's in the background, and he's sort of in, like white, in whites and blues, and he looks he looks badass. I would totally get... I, I'd be totally happy with a cool white and blue... Ninja or good guy right. um i i'm I'm totally down anyway, so he's like an Easter egg in the background. I feel very confident that we will see a quick flick yeah um figure I mean there's no other reason that he would be on the stuff anyway, so anyway, so lord grasp uh he's one of the elite generals of the unnamed one, he used his vile cunning to orchestrate the- uh he helped the unnamed one escape from the nameless dimension uh, made an alliance with horde prime blah 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 blah. Um, do, 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 he's got his captor claw lurk in the shadows duh, 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 duh. he's a master of strategy um,
0: oh no there's a no maybe it's not quick flick oh my gosh this is just getting deeper and deeper because there's another guy named slammer eye whoa that is the greatest name I've ever heard in my life Pretty pretty good. Did so you I don't say slammerai?
1: Slammerai. Holy I don't know, shit. I don't know if the White Ninja is slammerai or Quick Flick now. Now I don't know. I don't care. I want um, both of
0: them, but not for 50 bucks a piece.
1: At least the devastating roar that brought him in is fascinating, it prevented Quick Flick from filling with an arrow, which makes me think that it's him, because he's literally, sh- in the picture, he's literally shooting an arrow okay. at Terror. But then, who's then? What does slammer! eye
0: look like. I don't know. Maybe he's a good fisto. We demand answers. Yeah, we need to know. A good, I, a dude, good fisto. I need to know who slammer fisto is. Fisto is the good is. fisto because that. Oh,
1: no! You mean a nah, good jitsu.
0: jitsu? A good jitsu. Yeah. That's what I meant. Okay. I'm gonna. I'm gonna Google slammerai right now, and it, of course, Google is gonna say, "Did you mean? Did you samurai? mean samurai? Oh, no, I didn't. The only thing under slammerai is." The Black Slammer eye, The World Ends With You. And I don't know what that is, but it's not Masters of the Universe related. No.
1: Okay, so actually these characters are, or at least, huh, maybe they are. Well, anyway, let's, let's talk about the be, figures. No, like maybe they are Powers of Grey Skull because it says Prince Dare. I, uh, I
0: want to know about the figures, though. I want to know how these things okay, well, ended up not incredible.
1: Okay. Well, okay. So anyway, so it's Lord Grass Plasmar, who is basically uh, like, and and this is cool because he's the Latino. He's he's our Latino Masters of the Universe figure. Okay. Um, so he has got Fisto's head. Um, let's see. He's got basically he has the the laser powers of Sir Laserlot, but he uses them to make different weapons, and so he's got like a horde crossbow. Laser horde crossbow, which makes zero sense. And he also has one of his arms, or both of his arms are, um, Rioblast's arms. And so he has like laser attachments that go into the wrists like Rioblast. Oh, nice. Um, which is kind of cool. But then, but then, but then it gets weirder because he has General Ratlore's legs. Because, because he hunts the snake men exclusively and literally wears snake man pants. He
0: wears snake skin,
1: snake man pants. Which is (laughs) kind of amazing.
0: Yeah. (laughs) It's a a
1: weird design choice, but then you're like, no, man, he fucking made pants out of those assholes. Like,
0: (laughs) yeah. No, it's, it's, I'm okay with it. It's like Crocodile Dundee wearing his crocodile skin boots or whatever.
1: Well, but these are pants. <laughs> like, it's well, one thing to know. wear
0: like like snakeskin boots.
1: Snakeskin pants is an interesting choice. I'm looking. I'm looking uh, at
0: a picture of of both of these sets right now. Yeah, and I gotta say, like, I would love to have all six of those figures. I mean, they're, they're all they're great
1: looking figures. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing visually wrong with them. Um, and then you've got Terror, and and Terror is the thing. Like he is.
0: Okay, he's uh, the one that absorbs. Yeah, exiled parts from of
1: it. Melodian, a dimension of sound. Okay, this is bonkers. Hey, there it is. Um, a uh-huh. dimension of sound inhabited by formless beings. It was cryosonically frozen. I don't think I've ever heard the term cryosonic, cryosonic. before.
0: I love it. That's it's beautiful. Cryosonic. As, it's almost as good as Slammer uh, There's
1: there's a lot of good stuff in this set. I mean, yeah, we didn't get a lot of figures, but there's a lot of good creativity going on here. <laughs> cryosonically, which is our new favorite thing, yes. cryosonically frozen and sent hurtling through interdimensional space. His craft crashed in Eternia's ice mountains where Terror remained inert for millennia, freed during a skirmish between the evil horde, the evil warriors, and the snake men who uh, systematically... The way? A... Well, I love, I love that about He-Man that the bad guys fight each other, that there's three bad yes. guy factions yes. and they all fucking hate each other and I, I just... Yeah, anyway, I love that. Uh... Assimilated the physical characteristics of several warriors, taking on a macabre combination of their features. They all three factions agreed to hunt down the abomination, but when they cornered him, he unleashed a devastating roar that brought them all to their knees. Fascinated, King His prevented Quick Flick from felling Terror with an arrow, allowing him to escape. Uh, later, Lord Grasp sought Terror in the Ice Valley of Death, great name for a place, Uh, And remembering uh, Hiss's kindness, the alien willingly joined the growing forces of the Snake Men and became their secret weapon in in the battle until the brave trio of Plasmar, Slammeri, and Strobo, interesting way to bring Strobo back, discovered that Terror could not withstand prolonged exposure to light. So he's some weird sound-based alien who fabricates a a physical body, kind of like a Transformer. Honestly. Sure. Where he sort of like scanned he scanned, the,
0: yeah, scanned
1: yeah. and then took on their traits. So he's got a, a weird mix of um, General Rattler's body, or Rattler's bodies, so who's got the snake tail, um, he's got mosquitoes boots, those big clunky mosquito boots, mm-hmm. uh, snake man belt, trap jaw arm. Yes. Um, so he's kind of in your trap jaw collection Hitch, area. Well,
0: trap jaw arm with I'm looking at the the in the box figure. What is at the end of the trap jaw arm? He comes with the basic trap jaw stuff. It's
1: it's it's all just the but same. it's like a
0: purple and red something. In the bottom, I don't know how I'm, about that? It's at There's the no... end of his. It's at the end of his arm. There's some kind of purple and red something or other. Uh, it's really weird. But anyway, we we'll, we can figure out well, that mystery.
1: But then he has, but then he has the the Ratlour extend neck.
0: Oh, and, nice. And then, oh, that's um, what the, that's what this is. It's just uh, it's okay. on top of the arm in the package. That's what uh, it is. Okay.
1: He's got the lore extend neck, and then um, Whiplash's head, a purple Whiplash yeah, head. Yeah. And here's where we come to the problems with the figures. Well,
0: wait. Before we start po- talking about the problems well, you know what talk about the problems and then we can end on a good note with the thing I'm excited about. so talk okay. about the problems. Well, that's why I got to him last okay
1: because because he is he is the biggest example of the problems. So the deal is is that uh, when super seven started doing the new figures, they had they switched uh, Chinese factories. This oh. was the first batch of figures to come out of the new factory the plastic on the bodies of the figures is very 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 hard um so i have not actually been able to get the snake the general lore neck extension and uh, i was able to pull his head off but i have not been able to get his neck extension and the new and his head Back on the body, oh without man. and I and I inevitably, I haven't done the hair dryer, I haven't done the the boiling water um, but you literally can't do it um, just just as they come the the figure the plastic is very very, very stiff, and that is part of what's caused the delays for the other figures after that because they know they fucked up and they're like, we're gonna fix it, we've got to fix the plastic, we're gonna fix it, and that is what's held up a lot of the figures that have come after that
0: interesting okay and i'm good with that and that well and uh there are companies now uh hasbro is one of them they've actually moved production on the star wars line out of Mm. china and into vietnam and vietnam is producing some really good looking stuff Mm. so i'm i'm interested to see if other companies follow suit with that now, I will say that I'm disappointed that
1: uh, Lord Grasp came with another goddamn Snake Man staff.
0: Oh, you totally stole my thunder, because I was going to go uh. off on that like it was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> we hate those. We hate them Last so much. The
1: fucking thing the world needs is more of these pieces of shit <laughs> that no one ever uses, and they suck. I have
0: a drawer with, like, what, oh, six God. of them just in it? I don't, They're so big. They're so big. I don't think I even suck. I don't think I even have one on my shelf displayed. I don't I don't, think I, I don't No,
1: absolutely not. Because because the only one who deserves to have one is King Hiss, but King Hiss has, has the Ring of Serpos, which right. is way cooler yeah. looking in his
0: hand. Yeah, yeah. He's got other cool <laughs> shit.
1: Right. Yeah. So although he does, still doesn't have we still we get another goddamn snake man staff. And we still don't have the Amulet of Serpos. Uh, and we still don't have uh, Snake Armor He-Man's Snake Shield.
0: Those things that, cost money, Bo
1: Brown. But, that, but that's... We don't want... Anyway. I know. So, I know. Uh, all, that all said and done, all the characters are really cool. They're, they're, they're neat. They, um, the design on them is cool. Uh, like Everything about them is great. Just the, the plastic is, is a problem uh um but other than that and that that seems to be being remedied um but other than that you know other than also other than the price Man. the price was way too high um I got
0: to say the uh I'm looking at the Stratos here and, and it looks like the paint on him is amazing like his body hair actually has a, a coat on it Or is no, that maybe just good photography is the light yeah I mean was it's the lighting light. okay well never mind forget
1: I don't it I think I know yeah I don't. Yeah, I don't think there's another damn it, there's nude wash Stratos.
0: I wanted hair well, color. Well, you know, from you. actually, I say that, and I think you are right.
1: I'm looking at his back,
0: and the back hair is the key, my friend.
1: <laughs> Wiser words have never been said. <laughs> um, no, there's there. No, I think you're right. I think there is a there is a really nice wash on there. You're right, and and it's so good that I thought it's subtle, but it is there. Uh, yeah, no, there is a little wash oh, on there. Man,
0: yeah, I'm gonna have to get this my hands good. on one of those.
1: The only thing I don't like about it, though, is that he has the beastman hands, and because he has the furry body, and the beastman hands have this weird like knuckle bracer uh, on the closed hand. Oh, that's another big problem with all of them is their hands are the hard plastic, and you oh ought- no cannot get the accessories in and out of their hands. That was the uh, other. That's wasn't terrible. just the head. It was that they there, there, there's no play in the plastic in their hands to, to do the accessories.
0: <laughs> and I'm, I'm looking at right now at Trapjaw and, uh, and Adam, and the, the holes in their hands look very hole-ish. Like they look very just like these circular, and th- again, this may just be the photography on, that I'm looking at right now. Uh, they don't look very artful. Well, I mean... It, it, if you're not looking at them like like if you're not looking down the
1: fist. Right. Um, but I can't I can't get Prince Adam's sword in sword uh, into his hand. Oh,
0: that's terrible.
1: Yeah. Um Oh well. And I don't want to even risk it. Right, you know? right, right. Um, but so that's so that's that. So that's that's basically all we got. Oh, that's that ultimate. was it.
0: None of the other cuz I don't know where we are on the other waves or uh, anything. Where we are with the others is
1: We've got um, Fangor, Lodar, Quake, and Classics Hawk—not and Hawk—that um, have been available for pre-order. I've pre-ordered mine, um, and who the fuck knows when they're coming? Um,
0: <coughs> Excuse me, but to to Super Sevens credit, uh, you know, people protested like, "Hey, we really don't want to order." The next wave, when we don't even have this wave yet, and I think they extended the pre-order. They did. Yeah. They
1: did, and and that's good business. I feel like
0: well, they the, – that almost, to me, says uh, – because the, the whole shipping thing is a fiasco, but I feel like there's probably something behind that that they just can't do anything about because when they're doing things like that, like saying, look – We get what your deal is with this. We're going to do this to make it better. Like, I think they're doing the best they can.
1: They are. And and I think that, but especially since Hawk comes with an alternative head, Fangor comes with an alternative head. If you can't change their fucking heads out. Yeah. Which is a huge part of the classics line. I mean, one of the selling points of the classics line is the interchangeability.
0: Until they said, we're not doing extra heads anymore.
1: Well, they did that <laughs> b- bajillion years ago, and, uh, yeah, I mean, and that wasn't even super seven um no no
0: no, that was mattel
1: yeah uh but i but i'm i'm super i'm I'm very excited to have uh, that whole wave um i think it's a it's a it's a really good, and we we already talked about this on, on last year's because i think we i mean that's how late things are is we knew about yeah. these figures yeah, when we right. had this when we had this conversation last year, and we still don't have them <laughs> um so so Hawk comes with two heads, Fangor comes with two heads, he looks amazing, uh, Lodar uh, does not, but he still looks great, and, and Quake looks great. Then you've got the Filmation, the next wave of Filmation figures, and you've got Filmation Triclops, Filmation Man-at-Arms, Filmation Tila, and Filmation Hordak. Um, all on pre-order, and I've pre-ordered those, and who knows when they're going to show. Um mm-hmm. But that's, but that's it. I mean, literally I got six figures that I play, that I paid a phenomenally premium price for because yeah. they were exclusives. Um, and that's what I've got this year. So, uh, there
0: you go. That's 2017. Classics. Woo. But I, I will say this. I think once Super 7 gets all of these logistics figured out, I think once they have a good factory, uh, I think, they you know they're still they're still in the growing stages, even though this franchise moved to them a little over a year ago. is that right? I think that's right more 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 than a year uh two two, two years it was it, has it been two full years I think so, uh, but they're still in you know considering the development cycle of a toy line, they're still in the growing pain stage. And I feel like uh, th- this is my guess, and this may be as good as my guess about the Masters of the Universe movie, but my guess is Super 7 is going to have something really strong for Toy Fair this year, which is just a few weeks away. Oh, okay. And going forward from there, I think we're going to see more... Uh, maybe not more out of them, because I know they're still going to kind of limit how much they're producing of the Masters line, but I think it's going to be more regular. I, I feel like they're going to have a big, strong presentation this year at Toy Fair, and even and when I say big, strong presentation, that could just mean all the shit's ready, we're getting ready to ship it. Uh, but I, I think they're going to have a big statement to make this year, because honestly, if they don't, I think this line's probably going to die. I don't think it's going to die.
1: I, I mean, I I, I I, feel like that. There's they still have a lot of ground to cover. Well, they um, do.
0: They for sure do, but, you know, you, you've already lost – because I, I consider myself a fan of Masters of the Universe, obviously not as hardcore as you are, but I'm a fan. They've lost me. They've lost right. people like me. Yeah, but Mattel lost you. Super Seven didn't, right? No, Super Seven did. Oh, okay. Uh, because once, once Mattel was done, I was ready for a fresh start. I was ready to keep going if, if the line met what I wanted from the line, and when I went and looked, the prices plus the shipping plus the the having to order. You know, so many of these things. Yeah. I, they, they didn't offer me what I wanted in order to keep me invested in the line. Right. Uh, and, which, you know, it's not fair to Super 7 because Maddie was asking so much more of me. They wanted me to to commit to a whole year of shit I, a year, know, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know about. Right. But, At least you know what you're buying. Yes. In this time where I'm around. Yeah. But it's the problem was. My burnout with Maddie Collector couldn't help but be carried over to what Super Seven was offering. Right. And they, for them to keep me, they had to check my picky ass toy collector boxes and they didn't get them all. And that's, you know, that's me. That's not them, but anybody that feels the way that I do, they've already lost them now they've got you and they've the
1: got me the hardcore
0: yeah. core you're right they've got the, they've got the bo browns <laughs> right. which is a fun believe me is fine fine company but i don't uh you know there's only no, one you right Brown. They've, they've they've well
1: no they've, they've lost the toy collectors yes and what they have left is the diehard he-man fans that that's on the very short list, if not the only thing they collect,
0: what like, what they've got left you know. are the guys that are going to buy any Masters of Universe stuff that they can.
1: Not not any. I mean, I you know I didn't buy all the shirts.
0: What? <laughs> I didn't buy all the shirts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but but listen, this is how behind they are, though. I've there are eight other figures that are announced that that we don't even have the figures they announced before those figures. Oh wow! Because there's a whole another filmation wave of sorceress merman. Oh shit! Face, that's right. No shit. And a whole another classics wave of Dialumug, Karg, Rap Trap slash Horde Mummy, and Granita. Wow, that's how behind it is. They are literally a year, a whole year. We talked about these figures on the po- on the wrap up Masters of the Universe podcast last
0: year. Yeah, you're right. You're right.
1: Wow! Now all those figures look great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. Well, that I, mean, I can't wait to get them in 2019. Much, oh gosh, much like the Madballs Skeletor shirt, I had those figures in a cart a couple of times. As a matter of fact, uh, I was I almost got them for you, and I, then they, yeah. my cart fucked up over
1: and over and over yes, again. Yes,
0: that's what finally made me say "fuck it." Is I put them in a cart. I was ready to buy them. And they had whatever the difficulty was, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going through all this again.
1: It was a weird pre-order page. They had made this other weird pre-order page, and you couldn't actually get them.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah. Um, Bonkers, I say. Bonkers. It is bonkers. All right, so those are the toys that we got last year. That's the toys. And even though I felt like there wasn't enough to to fill up an episode, we did. But you know what, Bo Brown? We're going to keep going. Let's keep going. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep talking about just general Masters of the Universe stuff, anything that comes to mind. But you're going to have to wait a few weeks to hear that conversation that went on for like two more hours, which is why I didn't want to unleash it all upon you in one huge burst of... Dorky, increasingly inebriated Masters of the Universe madness. I'm telling you guys, this next episode is great. I love it. Uh, and it, we, like I said, we, we go pretty far afield, but we bring it on, we, we bring it in for a landing at the end. Uh, please, please, please mark January 25th, February 2nd, February 3rd on your calendars. I want to see as many people as can make it at the needless things podcast 200th episode extravaganza go to facebook rsvp share the event please share the event all over the place tweet it uh, instagram it do whatever you can i want to pack that place out i want this to be a huge memorable event that people have warm fuzzy feelings about for years to come because i know i'm going to and uh, well i want every I, I want to inspire warm fuzzy feelings in everyone And there's no better way to spread needless cheer than coming out to an event that's going to be loud enough for all to hear. Pardon me for attempting to lift that quote from Elf and fail miserably. I think that's the second time I've done that in the last month or so. Uh, But anyway, and then Days of the Dead, Atlanta, 2018. Needless Things is there. Dirty Dirty Con Con Game Game Show Show is there. It's going to be... A big, great, crazy, goofy time. Uh, and it's just a good horror mention The guest lineup this year is incredible. And we'll be talking about that in just a couple of weeks with the director of the Blue Track, Mr. Nathan Hamilton, uh, will be returning to the show. In the meantime, I love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vix employee. Love you, mean it, uh uh-huh.